This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an awesome person, Danny Fernandez. I am here. Thanks for having me. Did I get your name exactly correct? Yeah, you did. Okay. I mean, it's Danielle, but it's Dan- I don't really- <laughs> that's what my mother calls me. So I should start doing that. I'll email people's mothers. <laughs> And say, ask them first. I'm going to surprise my guest with their full name, <laughs> yes. including middle Danielle name. Danielle Marie Fernandez. I want her to know that I'm upset with her. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, I mean, like, oh, right. isn't that like the thing your mom would use your full name? Right. That would yeah. be really weird if you didn't know any of that. You Does sat anyone- down and it's like, I'm here with Danielle Marie Fernandez. <laughs> Then I would think that you really did your journalistic uh, background. <laughs> did yeah. my research, yeah. It's bordering on like creepy deep dive. Yeah, like, possibly. I need to find out their middle names before my guests come on. Well, if you want to know something funny, my grandfather's name is Fernando. Oh, really? Fernando Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> my family has a good sense of humor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you could. he was in the military, and those are on all of his records, Fernando Fernandez. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. In, was he okay with it, or was he pissed? He went by Freddie, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think not. I would have embraced it. I want to believe. Fernando. Now we would, yeah. Like a Martin Martinez or yeah. something. Yeah. My name was like Joseph Josephson. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my grandpa. Yeah. Fernando Fernandez. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Can you tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do? Or yeah. Fernando Fernandez. Either Fern- one is fine. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so I am a writer, comic host. I uh, believe you asked me on because I host an anime show. I host Anime Gateways on uh, Geek and Sundry. Okay. Um, I also have a podcast called Krillin It. Uh, and which that's is a, a pun. Okay. Yeah, it's a character in Dragon Ball Z uh, with Ifiwadi Way, who you know. Yeah. Um, he's also a comic and uh, actor. And we wanted to do a Dragon Ball Z podcast, and he um, messaged me about it. I'm like, yeah, let's call it Krillin It, like as a joke. <laughs> and he was like, sweet. And he like got the domain, like he like set it up. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were gonna do that. <laughs> Krillin is like, he's one of my least favorite characters. He's a human, and I think it's some of the other characters who aren't human are more cooler. So. Okay. Do fans like the yes, name Krillin? They, it? Fans love the name Krillin. It. They also love Krillin. All of the, I think we're on episode like we've been doing it for about a year now, and um, everyone that comes on loves Krillin. So I don't know, there's something about him that I don't know. <laughs> cool. Well, I am excited to find out more about Krillin, and in mm-hmm. fact. Everything about Dragon Ball Z, that's your obsession. Yes. Uh, I, I asked you Sorry just... Sorry if I gave that away. Oh, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> it's, it's not a... It's in the title of the podcast, so I don't think my listeners are that slow. Yeah. Like, I won't look at the title. No spoilers. But anyways, about beagles. I'm obsessed with my beagle. I, I didn't put that on my email to you, but I almost did. Oh, I think, beagles. like, my, my... She's technically not a beagle. She's half. But I'm obsessed with my dog. Like, borderline crazy cat lady, but just with one dog. She's Isn't my best it friend. Beagles in general you like or just your dog? I like all dogs, but she's very expressive. Like I've made so many memes about her. Okay. <laughs> um, she does. She has these like sad dog eyes. I think the one I tweeted today was about like hu- when you realize humans are ruining the world and it's just like her eyes looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She always looks like she just listened to like a- an Adele CD or something like that. So anyways. Hello. Um, yeah. Mark, my boyfriend, is also equally obsessed with her. So. Yeah, and this is Mark Ellis, who's been on the podcast. Yes, yeah, and he was a cat person, and I converted him. You changed him. Yeah, she does that. Molly has that effect on people. Yeah, you flipped him from cats to dogs Mm -hmm. with one beagle. That's pretty (laughs) impressive. By the way, I named her Molly before the drug, like God (laughs) She's nine years old, so I had her before people were popping Molly's. Wow, I I never really thought of naming a pet after a drug. Mm. 
of like this dog's really yeah, hyper. MDMA. I love yeah. come here. <laughs> MDMA, you get over here right now. Aw, MDMA shit on the rug. Yeah, that's a bit much. I was gonna ask you uh, for podcast continuity. Yeah. Mark was on talking about how much he loved Van Halen. Right. Loves. Van Halen. Yeah. You guys live together. Yes. Do you love Van Halen? I do you tolerate Joseph, Van Halen? I don't I okay, this is listen. We okay, Mark <laughs> and I are almost a decade apart. I want to preface that he's almost a decade older than me. So he lived in a different time of, of rock. I he's Van Halen. I'm Fallout Boy. I'm sorry, like they're not the same. I understand that the like Blink 182 and the people I listen to now were heavily influenced by Van Halen. Yeah. But this is a constant conversation in our household that I because I didn't grow up with them, I don't understand their significance. Yes. But there is Eddie Van Halen on my wall. Like, there's a huge <laughs> frame picture of Eddie on our wall. So I'm very aware of it. We both got tattoos, like, not for each other, but, like, his is of Wake Forest and mine is of Dragon Ball Z. And he wants to get a V and an H on his calves, respectively. <laughs> I don't know if he told you that. And I'm like, I don't know if I can date you. Would yeah. you get a uh, retaliatory calf tattoos oh my of gosh. something you like? <laughs> what would I get like blink 182 incubus like an ink I don't know just a tattoo that says I just don't get Van Halen yeah. he did a really great job because I grew up in generally the era of Van Halen too and but I never really liked them but he he made me appreciate them much more Good. it was a very successful episode of Obsessed <laughs> so I, I'm sure this one will be too okay. I'm so excited to get into Dragon Ball Z in yes. particular because this is perhaps the topic of Obsessed that I know the least about I even read the Wikipedia entry <laughs> Which probably was confusing. It read like a Mad Lib, like anything, any good anime should of like, you know, a young man who was a prophecy of blank must use his power to blank in order to fight the blank. Right. And his head is a blank. So can you just start by explaining as though you're talking to a very slow child? What Dragon Ball Z is. Who doesn't have Toonami. Doesn't have Um, Toonami. Barely familiar with anime. Right. Okay. So Dragon Ball Z is actually like the sequel series to Dragon Ball. Okay. So Dragon Ball was the original series and that was started in the 80s by Akira Toriyama. It was largely based off of Journey to the West, which is a story that he, he based this legend of Goku or this tale of Goku. So Goku is a main character in Dragon Ball. He is a Saiyan from the planet Vegeta. He comes to Earth. You're already giggling. It's so great. It's so great. because it's, I, it's, I love when I don't know something because then I know what I sound like when I'm talking about the things oh, that okay. I do know very well. Yeah, it's all these made up words too, yeah. right? So basically, Dragon Ball is a story of Goku. It's following his adventures as a child. Dragon Ball Z is he is now an adult. Okay. I've kind of gravitated more towards Dragon Ball Z. There are people that enjoy Dragon Ball more. Okay. Um, There's arguments of whether it's more for kids, more for adults. A lot of people think that the humor in Dragon Ball, which is oddly when he's younger, is actually more adult. Okay. Than Dragon Ball Z. And we've had a lot of conversations on my podcast about it. It's a, originally a, a shonen manga, which means it was made for young men. But obviously that has changed a lot. And now there's a whole new emergence, uh, what you might be seeing on social media, because they recently came out with Dragon Ball Super. So that takes place right after Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Yeah. So it's this long continuing story that is yes. both an animated series, but it's based on, is it manga or manga? Or is manga. It, it's manga. Yeah. Okay, Uh, what is the basic story of Dragon Ball Z? So Dragon Ball Z is Goku is now an adult. He has a son named Gohan and um, he finds out that he is a Saiyan. So he didn't know that he wasn't an Earthling. He had inklings about it. He was originally sent to Earth to take over 
okay. Earth. That's what Saiyans do. They, as babies, because they're so powerful, they get sent to other planets. It's not that difficult for them to overpower the inhabitants. And then they would either capture that planet or sell it to Frieza, who is a villain. So Goku bumps his head and forgets <laughs> his whole mission. Okay. So Dragon Ball Z starts with Goku's brother coming back and basically being like, what the hell, dude? Uh, you were supposed to take over this planet and you didn't. So Dragon Ball Z kind of deals with the villains that Goku runs into now as an adult. Um, it seems like Earth, like every uh, comic book or superhero <laughs> superhero uh, story, Earth is largely targeted by a billion different villains. <laughs> so Dragon Balls are on Earth. Dragon Balls, uh, there's seven of them. When you collect them together using a, a Dragon Ball radar, typically, that was. I feel like I'm just going off on a rant. I'm trying to give you as much info as possible. You're you're, you're doing great because my next okay. question is, what are actually Dragon, Dragon Balls? Ball. So, Dragon so I assumed it was just like a fun, or yeah, colorful yeah, yeah. name, and then I was reading the Wikipedia, and like. The dragon, like there are actual balls Dra of dragons? Right, right, right. So dragon balls are these kind of like magical uh, balls that when you put all nice. seven together, they you can call upon Shenron, who is the dragon, um, who will grant you wishes. So typically three wishes. And Namek, which is another planet, they thought that Earth only had Dragon Balls, and then it turns out Namek has Dragon Balls. Who knows if that was written just to like add to the story and get over the fact that once you've wished someone back from the dead, you can't wish them back again. So okay. then they're like, oh, what are we going to do with all these characters we killed off? And they go to Namek to get okay. their Dragon Balls. Okay, cool. So it sounds like it's an epic story, but it is... It is, it is like <laughs> one of the longest running animes of like all time. It can be very hard and overwhelming to get into. Yeah. I think Dragon Ball Z alone has like 400 episodes. Um, that's not including Dragon Ball. That's not including Dragon Ball GT and not including Dragon Ball Super. So Yeah, so Dragon just, Ball Z is its own thing. Right. And that is the one that I feel like a lot of us have gravitated towards the most. Yeah, that's the one that yeah. I hear is the sort of umbrella mm -hmm. name for the whole franchise, right? Yeah, yeah. That helps me understand, like, some of the basics of the plot. I feel like I just, like, went through a science book. <laughs> it was very, like, Bill Nye, you know, very factual. Yeah. It's just because, Anna, so I, I need you Is to know Is one of the this. characters named mitochondrial? <laughs> Um, just, I need you to know it's because anime fans and I, I work with them and I love them, but they are so like, we joke about anime avatars on Twitter. Like they are just so, you cannot get anything wrong ever. Yes. Um, and all the podcasts I've done and the shows I do, even Iffy and I will get, I was, I think somebody asked me what Namekians were named after. I'm like, oh, the name Piccolo is an instrument, blah, blah. And they're like, they're not, it's actually snails. Um, uh, like you will be corrected immediately. And we do tell our guests that because if our guests ever like mess up something, and they're like, I don't know. I guess someone will correct me. I'm like, someone will correct yes. you. So Nicely and not so nicely. Yeah. And in yeah. many forms. They will find you at your house. <laughs> They'll knock on the door and say, it was snails, motherfucker. So I feel like anytime I'm representing Dragon Ball Z, especially because I'm American, you know, I'm not Japanese. I always like to think of this as a series that we are borrowing. You know, yeah. we are borrowing from the Japanese people. We are, you know, very thankful and grateful that Akira Toriyama created this. And Dragon Ball Z now is seen as super mainstream, but it wasn't when I was growing up. Yeah. And I really want people to know, like, I was bullied and teased for liking DBZ. It was something yeah. you were supposed to grow out of. It, can you imagine being like, well, now, like, being 16 back then and still liking Pokemon? It was like, oh, you're 
you like anime, like anime people are still seen as weird now. Yeah. So back then, like, it you was, know. Yeah. I want to get back to your youth, like in Dragon Ball Z in just a second. But I, I totally understand, like, anime is so much about the details and about world building that it's natural to describe it based on all of the details and the characters yeah. <laughs> and the plot. And that's great. But I also want to understand from your perspective, yeah. what is the heart of the story? What is it a story of? Like, you can say Star Wars is a story of hope star Wars is a story yeah. of conflict and war what is dragon ball z a story of um for me i guess it would be this is going to sound cliche but like perseverance okay um i think my favorite character is vegeta i think i relate to vegeta more because he's not one-dimensional he pr- arguably has the most character growth out of all of the characters um and he's very dark and complicated okay and so for me he never reaches his goal and he and Goku, on the other hand, is very likable. He's very naive, very gullible. He just wants to fight. Like the two things he care about. <laughs> I think even even Akira Toriyama was like, he doesn't really care about his family. Like he cares about fighting and eating. Those are his two things. He's married and has two kids. He cares about fighting and eating, mostly fighting. So yeah, he. Uh, but Vegeta is the one that I've always gravitated towards. In fact, when he showed up in Dragon Ball Z, it changed the game. For and me. is he? He's uh, Goku's brother. He is uh, originally a villain. Okay. He is the prince of Planet Vegeta, and he comes to Earth because he's like, look, no one that we're sending down is, has been able to take over Earth. He also wants to take the Dragon Balls to gain immortality. So, okay. and then he gets won over, kind of. Do you like all of um, the fun story. of fighting and eating and being on Earth? Kind of, yeah. You know, and, and Goku has that effect on people. He, throughout the history of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, his villains become his friends. He just has a way, he one, is like the strongest person. So yeah. good luck trying to beat him. But two, he he believes in mercy. He believes giving a, in a second chance to, to his villains. Um, sometimes at his own fault, sometimes yeah. at his own mistake, he, he'll give them a second chance and he'll come back and bite him in the ass. But for me, Dragon Ball Z is about, it is a story about family, your friends being family, and just persevering um, constantly. They're constantly putting themselves in harm's way for the greater good. Cool. When did you first get hooked on DBZ? I was introduced to Dragon Ball Z from Toonami. Okay. Um, and Toonami was the block on, which they have again, but uh, it was the original block on um, Cartoon Network. And it came on after school, so around like 3 or 4 p.m. Oh, nice. My older brother originally started watching Dragon Ball Z. And everyone thinks Dragon Ball Z is for dudes. But when you watch it, it's like these buff dudes in spandex. So I'm like, (laughs) there's a lot for me here. (laughs) Do they think it's about dudes because the main character is a dude? And because it's shonen, which in Japanese is so for intended, young, yeah. yes, okay. for young men. And oddly enough, in our script for Anime Gateways, which is that show that I was hosting, the one of the writers wrote Dragon Ball Z, which is intended for men. And I was like, wait, you got to change that. Like yeah. that's not true anymore. In fact, I run a, a dry on Instagram. My friend and I created a Dragon Ball Girls account just because we wanted to show how much women love. Yeah. DBZ and it's just full of women in cosplay of Dragon Ball Z. So, um So it doesn't matter who they intended it for. So yeah, ladies love it. It. well plus these characters are like sexy as hell. Like <laughs> um Goku and Vegeta like Vegeta is hot as I I used to write fan fiction about him. So Cool. So you came home from school, your brother's yeah. watching and you're like that is a hot anime dude. <laughs> Look at his crazy well, hair. Okay, what happened? Yeah. So Goku, I first started watching Goku and then, you know, uh watching Dragon Ball and Goku was the main person and then Vegeta came in and I was like 
game changed. Okay. Like if Goku is Captain America, Vegeta is Iron Man. Like okay. if Goku is Superman, Vegeta is Batman. He is the dark character that a lot of nice. people kind of gravitate towards. I feel like a lot of us relate to that darker side um, of like a, a flawed character. So yeah, so I would watch it when I was little. And then at the time I was living in Orange County, I begged my mom to take me to Comic-Con. That was way before it was big. Yeah, Um, San Diego Comic-Con? San Diego Comic-Con. Just so I could go to the Funimation booth and I would make them the voice actors. Like one, I would pick up manga and stuff that they had at Comic-Con, but then I would make the voice actors like recite their lines. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it so much. It's funny because I later got to work with Funimation. They gave me my first ever hosting gig at Comic-Con two years ago to like interview people on the red carpet and stuff. And it was funny talking to Chris Sabat, who is the voice of Vegeta, because I was like, I met you when I was 11, and I have a picture of us. And he was like, I think you've told me that many times. (laughs) (laughs) So early on, you liked it as a show, a story, but you also understood pretty quickly about sort of the the story behind the scenes. Right, yeah. So was that a part of the reason that you fell in love with it? It's weird, complicated history of dubs and voice actors I and think blah, blah, so. blah. You know, a lot of us that watched it in English like that, I think that whatever you watched it in first is kind of what you gravitate towards. Yeah. I know that for many of us, the English cast is what made it for us, you right. know, is what we got attached to. And, and we've grown up to know Sean Schimmel and Christopher Sabat have been voicing Goku and Vegeta for almost two decades, I think. Wow. And they're going to be voicing them in Super. Now, there still needs to be a lot of respect put on the original cast. I sometimes we'll see arguments going back and forth. I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to hear anime in your native language yeah it's been dubbed in so people blame like american actors but it's been dubbed in spanish i know because i watched it on telemundo <laughs> they would get episodes before we would you know so um, big investment from early on oh and you, yeah <laughs> you said you said you were you were teased or was yes. it more like just oh, you, you no, no, couldn't no, no, relate no. or you were actively teased like i you was went to actively school. bullied yeah bullied okay i had the dragon ball z trading cards uh on my binder i think i like glued them on my bi- on a sheet of paper and then stuck them in my binder and and I remember this kid, Grant, I still know who he is in Orange County. I think we have mutual <laughs> friends. Um, he would come by and he would slam my binder out of my hands. Really? That's like not a thing that just 80s movie villains and bullies do. That's a real <laughs> thing. Know. I'm like, can you not be more clever? He would come and slam it. He would call it like Dragon Ball Zoo and like make fun of me in front of everyone. He and... had balls to work with and he just went for <laughs> zoo is a funny joke, huh? What an idiot. <laughs> But like all the like cool boys around him would laugh and I just, I don't know. So I think I started to hide it. I know in high school I, I had to like secretly like watch it. Okay. Yeah. And you, you know it was Dragon Ball Z specific. It wasn't mad that you had glued a collectible card <laughs> down or any other weird thing. I think I might have taped them. I don't okay. know if I glue them. But I definitely printed out people's fan art from like DeviantArt <laughs> and would uh, would post it on my binder. So they made it explicit, though, that they were uh, annoyed that you liked this stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, Did- because they would make fun of people that like Pokemon, too. And again, this was the end of middle. I think it was like middle school. So it was either like seventh or eighth grade. And it was like you were not supposed to still like it. Yeah. Back then. Like, yeah, it's cool for all of us now. You guys do not remember. I know because Ify and I, who are the same age, pretty much will talk about it. And he'll be like, these kids from my high school are now posting Dragon Ball Z memes. Where were you mm. when I was getting bullied? You guys... You know, did they hate it because they had liked it when they were younger Maybe. and think it should be phased out, or was it they kind of like this different 
kind of entertainment is encroaching on what we think is cool. I just think that being a nerd now is cool, and it wasn't. Okay, then. so it was People just nerdy. Really, it wasn't yeah. that they thought like the the superior cartoon to watch is Batman <laughs> the Animated Series. It was just like no, I think Screw watching you, cartoons back then was not cool anymore. Like okay. by the time you were in middle school, it was like yeah, let's go finger a chick at the <laughs> at the AMC. Like you know, that's what I lived in Orange that is County, Joe. Like that sexy sentence I've ever heard, which illustrates your point very well. At the I lived AMC. in Orange County, and it was like. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to my chemical romance and like you know. So, anyways, and then I moved, and then my parents moved me to um, Texas when I was 13. So I went. I spent um, high school in Dallas, and then college in Austin. But in Dallas, it was like nobody watched anime at that time, which is funny because that is where Funimation is. Yeah. So Funimation is based out of Flower Mound in Texas. But you know, a decade ago, I'm telling you, it wasn't. A cool thing yeah for me at least like yeah. i got bullied for it yeah well how do you feel about it now there's obviously like a huge audience for it uh yeah. because all of this all of the media talking st- stuff you do about it is really popular right but it, it still isn't mainstream like there's uber uber star wars nerds oh right and then there's but most people are generally aware that star wars exists yeah do you feel like if you just walk down the street you could find people who understand the basics of dragon ball z is it getting to that level of popular culture i see dragon ball z everywhere and i bet after you do this podcast with me you will too i see people with dragon ball z like sweatshirts when i go into best buy i see people with dragon ball z bumper stickers when i'm like parking at target like i see it everywhere i think it's probably because i'm aware of it yeah you know um but it is huge it's a huge property again it's not from here you know like star wars is so um but it is a massive property that's only you can you can put like on youtube you can say dragon ball super in a video like title it that and it will get like two hundred thousand hits even if it has nothing to do with it (laughs) people will be really mad but i've watched my friends talk about and they're so surprised dragon ball fans are ravenous for anything dragon ball so like if you did an asmr video where you were just folding (laughs) towels and just whispering goku goku Um, it probably would. I have friends. Um, one of them is Geekdom101. He has a big channel. Like every video he puts out gets thousands and thousands of hits just because he's talking about Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Is there something that you've learned in your own personal life because of Dragon Ball Z? Have you made like a different life choice when it comes to like relationships or money or anything? Oh my gosh. Yes to all of that. So one, um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was married. Uh, I didn't. Um, okay, so I did, we dated for six years, uh, and we got married in Texas. Uh, well, well, we met in Texas, and it was like when you graduate from college, you have to have a ring on your finger in okay. Texas, especially back then. Um, and uh, he didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. He didn't okay. watch anime. Not only did he not watch it, but he made me feel weird about it. Because you continued to watch it, right? Yeah. You were not deterred. Right. Okay. So imagine me recording it. And at this time, I think it was like Dragon Ball Kai, which was a like a redone series, an updated series where they cut out all the filler in Dragon Ball Z and remastered some of the art and they put it out on Cartoon Network. Okay. And so I recorded it. So he would come home from work and I would be watching Dragon Ball Kai and... He made me feel like I was so weird. What did he do? Like, he just was like, you're watching cartoons. You don't think that's weird? Like, just the way he made me feel. 
Sometimes people can make you feel icky for watching anime. Yeah. I think when people hear anime, they think of like tentacle porn and yeah, like stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And that's <laughs> your face. You're no. like, yes, that is. Yep. Um, but no, yeah, I, I've right. only dabbled in anime and I'm, I'm a little older than anime generation <laughs> and I'm so aware of that, I that bias. That stigmatism, right? Yeah. With, with anime. I thought you were going to say, I've only dabbled in tentacle porn. Um, <laughs> it's out there. Um, but um, you he have made to get the right feel, dubs or it's right, really right, bad. Right, right. <laughs> He made me feel really weird about it, and and I don't know. So I feel like I hid that part of myself, and I felt weird when I would watch it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I grew up in a really conservative, like Catholic family, and I guess it would be the equivalent of like how you would feel if your parents walked in on you watching porn. Yeah, that's yeah. how it felt when it was like, "Ooh, I have to hide this from you," you know. So, um, anyways, we didn't work out. <laughs> that wasn't the only reason why. But um, after I got divorced, I moved out here and I I was starting to do uh, comedy and uh, hosting and Funimation immediately hit me up, uh, probably because I was tweeting about Dragon Ball Z jokes like all the time. Yeah. And then I got my hosting job with them. So I feel like the whole thing came full circle. Right. Yeah. So just being loud and proud about it had an For impact sure. on your life because it became part of your professional would, life. Yeah, I would not be where I am, I don't think, if I... That was like my nerd cred. You know how yeah. everyone has like their one thing? Some of my friends are like super into Power Rangers or they're the expert on Star Wars. Mine was Dragon Ball Z. I felt like that was my big nerd cred. And yeah. so that got me on a shows. It's gotten me on panels and stuff to be able to talk about it. And did you feel at any point like you are being so loud and proud about Dragon Ball Z that people don't appreciate that you like other things as well do you ever feel a little like <laughs> typecast in your nerddom um with dbz i don't mind i think the biggest thing though is i try to um obviously people will be like oh well, she hasn't talked about any other anime so there's kind of there's oh. elite elitist anime fans that a lot of times are like well she's not talking about uh one punch man or or tenchi muyo or uh Card you know like captures the right, right, that's right, gundam them, right? wing yeah. or um you know any other huge animes and it's just because i love them and i do watch anime and i have obviously in this in my industry been exposed to a lot of them but nothing really quite hits the same way that DBZ does. Okay. That's why I got it tattooed on my body. I was yeah. like, this is the one thing that I will never stop loving. Yeah, no matter what. There, no matter what. Nothing can happen. Yeah. You, the, this next one that's coming out uh, could be horrible, and you'd be like, well, well I still have like, DBZ. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I can always go back to right. this. Okay. Yeah. When you broke up with this, uh, this cartoon <laughs> shamer in Texas... <laughs> When you listed uh, the reasons, was like Dragon Ball Z one of them? When you're like, this isn't working out on many levels, and Dragon Ball Z. Can you imagine that episode of Mari? Like, he's ashamed of her watching Dragon Ball Z. She, I have to watch it in secret. Mori definitely thinks anime is just tentacle Weird. porn, that creepy oh, well, bastard. that's because of the people that he has on. Yeah. I'm sure they are watching tentacle porn. Which, by the way, if you watch that, nothing wrong. Yeah. Everyone, no fetish shaming here, except for my ex-husband. No, it wasn't. Plenty of ex-husband shaming on the podcast. That's fine with me. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it really felt good to just like whatever I wanted. Yeah, because absolutely. Another, when I emailed you, another thing I said was Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman. She also is a big part of my Instagram. I feel like I'm constantly posting Wonder Woman stuff. And 
I, I know that he also would have thought that was weird. Okay. You know. Just to be connected to anything. Yeah. yeah. That idea that anything sort of fantasy or sci-fi or superhero is just for youth. Well, I mean, a lot of it is geared towards youth. And some of the stuff I own is like the DC superhero girls line from Target. That's meant for 12-year-olds. <laughs> and I own it. So yeah. I think for him, that would have been like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Well, meant for is clearly just a fucking suggestion. Right. It's meant for children. <laughs> it's meant for men. That's why they make it an I'll extra like it. large, guys. Yeah. I know my Cyber Monday sale had, uh, <laughs> I was, I shopped at Toys R Us for myself. Uh, I wanted to ask you, is there a character that you think is, you are the most like in reality? God, I would say, yeah, Bulma for sure. So Bulma is, uh, she originally appears in Dragon Ball. She is what I would say a huge, huge heart and large part of Dragon Ball Z. Um, she is a genius. She, what she lacks in physical strength, she makes up for in mental strength on the show. She is to me, the strongest woman, not physically, but, um, she creates Dragon Ball radar. She saves Goku's butt on many occasions. So they couldn't even find Dragon Balls without her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She invented that. She invented the time machine. She invented an antidote that saved Goku's life. She is a mother. She tamed Vegeta. So that is his wife. Okay. Um, she birthed a half Saiyan. Um, she is a genius and um, definitely puts the boys in their place. She also shows up a lot to the fights, even though she shouldn't be there. Okay. Um, she wants to see. She wants to be a part of the action. Okay. So, so. she like she shows up to like watch and shout mm-hmm. out like yep. use, use this blaster. Yep. Thing. Yeah, she shows up and she will heckle them. <laughs> she oh, will, that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. But she's a genius and, and um, I think that she doesn't get the credit. The guys would not be alive without her. Okay. Yeah, they wouldn't have been wished back without her. They wouldn't have, Goku wouldn't be alive without her. So yeah, she definitely doesn't get the credit I think that she deserves. Cool, cool. Is there a character in Dragon Ball Z that I am most like? I would say, I would say no. This is, I was gonna say you remind me of Krillin, and I and I don't mean that I like I and don't Krillin's like Krillin. People like Krillin. No, Krillin's a good guy. He's oh, okay. he's the strongest human. Oh, so Krillin is you know a human. He knows that he is not as strong as Goku or Saiyans or Namekians, okay, and he still fits. shows up. <laughs> that's not what I meant. No, no, I don't. I am very well aware and comfortable that I'm not as strong as many people. I meant because you have a big heart, and he Aww. is a good loyal friend. Okay, Krillin is is the friend that will be in jail with you. Krillin is the friend <laughs> that will sacrifice himself because he knows that you are stronger and need to be here you know so he um is a lot of people's favorite because he is uh the the strongest human and he also uh marries uh android 18 and she that was a pretty big win for him so (laughs) well i feel like being married to my wife is a big win yeah 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 so Uh, yeah when my wife comes home i'm just gonna call her android 18 (laughs) and not tell her why and see how that goes oh that's pretty awesome uh the the meme, this isn't even my final form. That is okay, from yes. Dragon Ball Z, yes. is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It's used in a lot of different instances, but I would say um, for Frieza and Cell, um, yeah. What I would say is the most popular meme is it's over 9,000. Oh, okay. I feel like that one. Have you heard or seen that I've one? I've seen the meme, but I have no idea the context. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. It's actually over 8,000. <laughs> that is our American um, <laughs> dubbing that messed that up. 
Um, I think it's not even, uh, it was Ocean Dub, not even Funimation's dub. It was the original Ocean Dub. They were the original they ones, They just got too. the number wrong. Mm-hmm. So what is happening in the context of it's over um, 9,000? So Vegeta, ha- Vegeta and Nappa have arrived, and they have, Vegeta has a scouter on, and Goku is powering up, and Nappa asks him, Vegeta, what does it say about his power level? And Vegeta goes, it's over 9,000! And like, squ- <laughs> and <laughs> squashes his, uh, his his uh, radar and um, yeah that is in context to Goku's power level so he is being amazed by Goku's power yes, level and angered and ang- oh, so all right so you use the meme when you see something that is impressive but you're annoyed that it's so you impressive. use it for anything anything that is anything yeah <laughs> I used it for like my dog she was wearing like a scouter and I was like why my dog look like she over 9,000 you know or something <laughs> um people will use it like hey want my Twitter followers can we get it over 9,000 you know people okay. use it for everything okay cool the this isn't even my final form I brought up because I really like that meme. yeah I, it feels like there's some there's some honesty to it's funny to me and there's some honesty to it because I feel like humans are always in some level of transition i wanted to ask you if if you are not currently in your final form <laughs> i'm not what is your transition what do you have to go through and what does um, your final form look like okay so for me i um well i've i'm originally moved to la to write and um i've written on a couple of different shows and things like that but i haven't ever sold a pilot okay i'm working on one right now i'm very lucky and i get to uh work with wme who's a huge agency and i'm really proud to even that they even look at anything I write. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do right now. Hopefully I can be a writer that is creating original content like that to me would be I will not I'm looking I can tell you right now I will not be happy until that happens okay. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what happens in my career and and you know I'm 28 so I, I still a lot of people that I work with are a lot older than me I've been doing this a lot longer I'm very aware of that so I have to kind of pay my dues yeah um yeah all right so you're you're in the this isn't my final form right. stage yeah but like when you sell that script that you want to sell will you just yell I am um, over yeah 9, I'll do it I'll do it yeah yeah Hopefully I get over 9,000 for my script. Um, that would be great. <laughs> that would not be very triumphant. I sold this script. For $9,000. I got 9,000. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's nothing. It's nothing while, out so. here, yeah. But I would still yell. Okay. If I sold this script for $9,000, I would still yell, Yeah, it's 9000 It's, I uh, got this. Yeah. What if it was a short webisode? Then I would be like, that's actually a good... Uh... Yeah, well, it's over 9000 <laughs> And then I would murmur to myself, it's not my final form. Right. Though. Yeah, it's that's not. true. Yeah. So eventually one day, maybe I'll come back on. I'll be like, I sold a pilot or I sold a screenplay. Um. So, yeah. Awesome. Hey guys, it's Sarah Meyer, co-producer of this show, and I just came from the Venice Boardwalk where I interviewed some people about Dragon Ball Z, and everyone I stopped was Australian, so that was unintentional, but here are some Australians talking about Dragon Ball Z. Um, Dragon Ball Z is big in Australia, a lot of the kids grew up with it. It's like on TV, and you can buy DVDs and toys and all that sort of stuff. It seems to be making a resurgence now, again. And your sons are into it. Well, they were from when they were little, and they still are. <laughs> how old are you guys, if you don't mind? How old are you guys? Uh, 20. 18. And you've been into this since you were... Oh. Five? Yeah, yeah about five. five. Have you ever dressed up as a character? I, I feel like I have, I but like I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Yeah. They had a Dragon Ball Z character on their birthday cake. 
when they were little. Did you make it? Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that clever. <laughs> no, I bought it. <laughs> Do an impression of a Dragon Ball Z character. Oh, come on, you're good at it. Oh, you, you, yeah. Me? What have I done? On, I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to do a bit of yelling because that's pretty much... Go on. Hold my stuff, hold my stuff, hold my yeah, stuff. I'll get ready. I'm going to do the full, the full... So what is that? That's like powering up. Got to power up, go Super Saiyan. Okay, if you could uh, shoot energy beams at your hands, what would you do with that power? Get rid of all the bad guys. So your mom would hurt people. Oh, yeah, she would hurt lots yeah. of people. Yeah. That's what mums do. What, what bad guys? The ones that hurt other people. <laughs> I'd put them all in jail. I wouldn't kill them. I'd put them in jail. How, how does your energy beam help you do that? Well, it renders them, like, useless. So then we can go and get them and put them away. All right, have you heard of Dragon Ball Z? Yes. It's, um, like, Super Saiyans and all that nonsense. I haven't seen it in ages, but... Yeah. What's something the Dragon Ball Z people would all do together in a group? Everyone would rally each other up and, you know... So, okay, rally the troops. All right, boys, this is it. Big night ahead. <laughs> Gonna rally the boys, go out and have a big one. All on Goku. Are you inspired? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, kind I'm of, actually, yeah, a little yeah, bit. I got a little stiffy from that one. Goku turns me on. We're gonna move on to our how obsessed are you questions. These are questions I ask everybody uh, and okay. they're kind of weird. So, do you think about Dragon Ball Z every day? Yes. Like I have my podcast recording tonight, so I feel like that is something I have to think about. I'm in a, a, a Dragon Ball Z Twitter chat that I created. Oh, really? Yeah, like I just tweeted out one day, I want to be able to talk about DBZ with my friends, like like this if you want to be in our our Twitter chat. <laughs> this was not a long time ago. Um, and I named it the Senzu Bean, which is like, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a coffee shop. Um, the sen A Senzu Bean is like something that they take to heal themselves okay. quickly. So that is a thing that myself and like several other people on Twitter are in and we debate and we'll share memes and stuff awesome. in there awesome. actively. Yeah, so you actively do a bunch of stuff. Like I'm sure you are watching it, you are doing multiple shows about it. But if you got like crashed on a desert island yeah. and you couldn't watch it uh -huh. and you couldn't talk to other people about it, would it still would you still think about it day to day? Well, it is still tattooed on my body. <laughs> and I can see that every time right. I reach for like a glass of water. So um, I think it would be a constant reminder. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. Okay, cool. Have you ever had a dream about Dragon Ball Z? Probably when I was younger, I don't really dream about it. I don't know what those dreams were. They might not be as appropriate <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> I did used to write Vegeta and Bulma fan fiction on like fanfiction.net. When was this? Um, was this uh, spicy, sexy it was, they're, fan fiction? They're what you would call lemons in the fan fiction world. Okay. That's when something is a uh, spicy. Yeah. Okay. And I have I, never heard that term. Oh lemon? Oh my gosh. A lemon. Yeah. And my mom found not the one I wrote, but I responded to somebody's. And I was that kid that was like, this is not accurate. Vegeta would never do that. Like, he would never say that to Bull. And my mom was like, why are you writing this? Because it was like a very sexual. I was like, he would never enter her that way or something. Whatever I said, I don't know. But I was like a horny little 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, and my mom found it and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've written. I haven't written a lemon in a really long time. Um, yeah. Just as a side question, do you... Do you still have a sensual relationship with it? Do you still think of it as a sexy show? Or no. was it just that you watched it when, when you I were was in, in that puberty. zone? Yeah. yeah, when I was going through puberty. I feel, though, that there is 
obviously a sexuality to anime. I know Ify, who I do my podcast with, will say the same thing that he, like what I felt for Vegeta, he felt an attraction to Bulma, you know, and would see uh, hentai that is, um, you know, like DBZ porn, that's anime porn um, when he was younger. But now, no, now I like watching adults, (laughs) regular humans. (laughs) But it's funny because we joke and I'll say like, I'll have a tab open of like cartoon, like whatever my history was, like uh, watching Dragon Ball Z or something. And then if I have a porn tab open, it assumes I want to watch cartoon porn. And I'm like, no, no, these are two separate things for me. (laughs) Listen, I don't need to see um, Timmy Turner or uh, whatever is, it's always um, Family Guy and The Simpsons. And I'm like, can you not cross these? These should not be crossed together. I don't need to see Lois and Homer or something like that. (laughs) But, But because I have all of my history is looking up like dbz facts and shows and things like that then if i do ever want to watch porn which i'm very open about watching porn um and so is iffy if i ever want to watch porn it's always suggesting cartoon porn I'm like no i want to watch humans um so yeah uh that should be a meme i want to watch humans uh, <laughs> which again nothing wrong with with anime porn if you're into that it just yeah. doesn't do it for me i have to see real life humans and but yeah it just assumes that that's what i want to watch so is cool. there live action dragon ball z porn there is have you they watched just, it no um so our friend um geekdom 101 i think he sent the link to iffy because there was a huge debate about it from what i could tell in the thumbnail it's goku and bulma and i was like those two don't belong together but <laughs> You're right also- back to being 13 years old <laughs> i have some notes about this pornographic but film. also goku um so a thing that you don't know about him is he doesn't even really know what sex is right because he's really he's, naive right he's super naive he didn't know what a vagina was he he recently like this was literally a month ago said that he had never seen somebody kiss before two people were kissing i don't want to give this away in the in dragon ball super and goku was like oh my god they're putting their mouths on each other <laughs> and vegeta's like you're married you have children <laughs> he has yeah. children so i don't know what exactly happened on his wedding night but um yeah historically goku doesn't know what he's doing so so iffy my co-host was like this is not going to be canon like he's going to be in there like yeah baby and that's not something he would ever say so <laughs> okay so that answers my question you have not had a dream about dragon ball z yeah so you have long... experienced different kinds of uh you've written what you might have dreamt about <laughs> right when i was younger you. yeah yeah for sure uh my next question you have already thoroughly answered <laughs> Which is about having a Dragon Ball Z tattoo. So oh, you, right. so you have uh, on your wrist, uh-huh. the inner arm, and one of those is a Goku. Yep. And the other one is Vegeta. Vegeta. All right. Yeah. I was just gonna get Vegeta, but they're so iconic together. They really yeah. are such a great duo. So and it's got... just really their hair within the outline of mm-hmm. their their faces, which is really cool. Like it's just that. It's, it's that iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. Goku's hair is extremely iconic. So I knew if I just got the outline of his hair and then the outline of Vegeta's hair, everyone would know what it was. So, yeah, I love it. It's very simplistic. Um, and I'm glad that I got them both together. Now, and when you look at it, is it a reflection of just, I love this show and everything it's brought to my life? Or is it the more deep, like, these are these are parts of me. There's the darker yeah. wise part and there's the naive kind part who doesn't even know what kissing is i I wouldn't say naive kind i think goku just reminds me of um like i said never giving up i think he gives people a second chance i think he you know whatever flaws he has vegeta makes up for whatever flaws vegeta has goku makes up for i think they are a perfect duo of 
good and evil, um, light and dark. Okay. And every time I, they're just so much strength in them that every time I look at them when I'm having a bad time, it's like, it just reminds me of not only how much the show has given me, but like how much I have also progressed. Okay, cool, cool. That's awesome. When someone walks into your home, are they able to tell that you're obsessed with Dragon oh, Ball Z? yeah. Yeah, I have a huge uh, Goku. It's an outline of Goku's head, but it has all of the characters from Dragon Ball Z <laughs> drawn into it. Okay. Um, there, I also have like fan art from that people have drawn of me like as a Saiyan or whatever hanging up. Um, it's mixed with, again, because I live with Mark Ellis, it's like half that and half Star Wars. Okay. Is the, your main Dragon Ball Z picture of Goku, uh-huh. is it is that bigger than Eddie Van Halen or are they yes. around the same size? No, it's, it's the biggest thing in our place. <laughs> okay, so it dominates the yeah, room. Yeah, but he has like his own room, you guys. Like aside from Eddie Van Halen, in our guest room, there is uh, Randolph Childress and Tim Duncan. There's a stadium. There's the Redskins Stadium. We have like a stadium of Baltimore. And these are like from the 80s that he's had. So yeah. they're like gold frame. Um, yeah right so you can tell when you walk into you and mark's home that someone in here likes dragon ball z yeah yeah we also have a big like thing of the beatles um so but yeah definitely i had to get my dbz in there cool uh, next question if there was a presidential candidate that you supported mm-hmm. wholeheartedly mm-hmm. and then you found out that they hated dragon ball z would you rescind your support of that candidate i mean i feel like no, no one that we got to vote for this year has even heard of dbz so <laughs> um i wouldn't mind if like what you know what i wouldn't even mind if akira toriyama the creator like Ran. I guess that he. You would vote for him. Yeah. Or her? Yeah. Him. Him. I was gonna say I don't think this is a fake world. I was gonna say I don't think he's allowed to run, but um, <laughs> and I would I would vote for him for sure. I mean, think of all the great television we would have. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. For me now, it's more like who I date. Okay. Uh, Mark is not into DBZ. I've tried to introduce it to him, and he always falls asleep, which is like. I guess when he puts on like a Van Halen documentary, it's the same thing for yeah. me. So I don't blame him. It's really hard to get into, and he, but he at least doesn't make me feel bad about it. Right. So you don't need anybody to love it. Yeah. You need other people to respect it. Right. And understand it. Yeah. 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 Does Mark has he said that he finds it boring? Is it no, that? No. Is it? He, you know what? I showed him a Goofy movie, and he fell asleep through that too. Like I'm trying to show him these things that I, as a '90s kid, he was an '80s kid. I was a '90s kid. I've shown him Good Burger, and he passes out. He's actually just a tired man from working <laughs> he's a, all the he's time. He's a busy guy. <laughs> he's actually has nothing to do with the quality of the show. He just is exhausted from it's his not life. Not that I hate your stuff, baby. I'm just so tired. <laughs> he is tired all the time. Um, he, he fell, works yeah, hard. he fell through. He does. Um, and he travels all the time, so he's never around. But he, I did show him a Goofy movie. I'm like, no, you have, because he had never seen it. He didn't. He doesn't understand those memes. He doesn't understand why everyone loves a soundtrack and like all of that. And so um, I tried to show it to him, and he just didn't. I work out to that soundtrack. It is yeah. one of the most underrated Disney movies ever. Um, but anyways, he fell asleep. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that there that's an important and interesting part of our weird geek culture where like some things you have to get a little hooked when you're young. Yeah, otherwise that's it is true. just like cultural anthropology. Where you're like, yeah, I comprehend this meme now. <laughs> I'm smoking my pipe and I have my little jacket on. Yeah, I understand now. But it's different than knowing it and loving it at the right time. Uh, if you heard someone say an incorrect fact about Dragon Ball oh, Z, God. like at the grocery store, if you just overheard it, uh-huh. would you stop and say, "No, I'm sorry, I host several podcasts. 
I know no. the correct answer. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, but I do when guys try and correct me on Twitter. Oh yeah. Like so when I did the I, when I did the one of my dog, the picture of her wearing a scouter and it was like, why is my dog over 9000? A guy was like, it would actually be Goku since I don't know. He was trying to like talk about how no, she he was actually talking about Goku, not about Vegeta. So it wouldn't actually be your dog. Your dog would have. And I was like, actually, it's over eight thousand, and I have a <laughs> podcast on Dragon Ball Z. So no, I wouldn't correct anyone um, unless it was like on a panel or we we're debating or arguing. Or yeah, something. I suppose you do have to face that with your actual podcast when mm-hmm. somebody just well intentioned actually says something wrong. Do you correct them just so you don't get the flood of comments? Oh, um. Or do you let the mistakes happen so the conversation can flow? I feel like Ify and I are correcting ourselves because he'll be like, well, Goku did this. And I'm like, no, actually, back in Dragon Ball was the first time he did that. You know, something like that. So, but it's such a lot. Like, I feel like people need to give themselves a break because it's such a large anime. And um, depending on when you watched it, where you watched it, you know, the recent super that just came out is now officially licensed, which means now it officially has subtitles, but before it was fan subtitles. Oh, wow. Those could be wrong. Those (laughs) could be wrong. I want you to know right now, you're putting all your trust into fans to subtitle this anime that you're in love with. Um, So watch Licensed. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of uh, watching, because we fought so long to get Dragon Ball back into our lives and on the screen. And now that we do, if you're watching it illegally, it's like you don't have an excuse anymore. Okay. We should be putting, we should be celebrating, officially celebrating, you know, the licensed product. That's just my little spiel. Okay. We've talked cool. about it on our podcast, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I think I understand then. So you, you certainly wouldn't stop to correct someone in right, public. Right, back to your question. If some, no, no, that's great. It's great. Uh, these are designed to be tangent-based. If if somebody comes at you on Twitter, of course you're going to correct them. Is there any little fact or thing that gets on your nerves when people get it wrong? Like right now for me, the people making jokes about Bothans oh. in relationship to Rogue One, it's like a weird pedantic thing that gets under my skin. Or like the Bothans um, were involved in the second Death Star, not the one. Oh Is there God. anything like that, that that actually gets under your skin? Or do you just not sweat facts? Um, no, I mean, I try and get everything yeah, right. Yeah, obviously I... as, as a host, but just on like a personal level, hmm. it, I don't does think it there's just it, not bother you? Oh, nothing is coming up that like people always get wrong. The one thing that I will say is that everyone always talks about Goku being the strongest, the strongest in general, but the strongest Saiyan. And I like to bring up the fact that Goku many times has had to use the help of the universe or the earth. Um, when he makes a spirit bomb, he has to take other people's power. You're laughing. I know, it's just he okay. Has to, he has I'm to laughing take, uh, He has to you. take other people's energy. So I'm like, is he doing it on his own? Ah. Because he's getting the energy from other people. So um, Goku would not be where he was, where he is without his friends. I just like to remind, because if he is a hardcore Goku person, I am a hardcore Vegeta person. Okay. We bump heads a lot <laughs> about who is stronger. It's always Goku. I know the story, the, the series was written for Goku. He will always be the legend of the series, but there's a lot of times he's needed help from other people. Yeah. So I just like to remind them of all the times when he has needed help from others or fused how to do a fusion, you know, with Vegeta or how to do a spirit bomb, taking other people's energy. So, yeah. Cool. I think that's great from my bias because I I think facts are important. Yeah. I think we are overly obsessed with them. <laughs> and I like it's interesting that the thing that you're thinking of is a philosophical perspective yeah. of 
I prefer this interpretation where you remember that the spirit bomb requires <laughs> cooperation. Also, yeah. there's pretty much everyone knows, at least I would say, most people know that Vegeta is arguably a better dad than Goku. Goku is known to take off. He took off for like 10 years. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, well, he died. Whatever. Like he he doesn't want to be around his family. Um, in fact, we... Uh, I like, love that. Yeah. It's just so dark. Well, I mean, all he cares about is fighting. And Akira Toriyama actually said, like, he never planned to have a son. Like, he got kind of tricked into marrying Chi-Chi. So he never planned to be a husband. He didn't even know what sex was. So he didn't plan to have kids. He only just wanted to fight. And so he doesn't really... He's the best dad that he can be. Yeah. Would you dress up as a Dragon Ball Z character to go to a doctor's appointment? Probably not, no. (laughs) I mean, I've definitely worn Dragon Ball stuff to the doctors before. It's like half my wardrobe, especially after that show I did at Geek and Sundry. I got to like keep my wardrobe, so it was all Dragon Ball Z stuff. Um, Did you ever have a doctor who's like, cool, Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. My doctor, um, who I'm seeing tomorrow, but he... he was like, oh, when'd you get those? Talking about my tattoo. Oh, yeah. And he was like, that's very anime of you. <laughs> <laughs> the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> he was trying to connect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I he was like, like taking my blood. So it was like, clearly, it was right where my arm is. So, okay. Yeah. But he didn't recognize them as... Just as anime. Yeah. I guess the hair. Yeah. yeah it looks like anime. I think most people, yeah. you'd have to be pretty out of it to be like what, yeah. what is that is yeah that, is that a bike i mean that's right. it's pretty clearly <laughs> anime okay if the only way you could watch dragon ball z is by sitting on a couch uh-huh. but next to you on the couch is an unleashed cougar <laughs> would you still sit on the couch and watch dragon yeah, ball z of course um animals love me i don't know <laughs> that was you don't fear cougars. a cougar <laughs> Cougars were my community college mascot. Oh, really? Um, yeah, the Colin College Cougars. Um, <laughs> yes, and before that at Frisco, I, we were the Frisco Raccoons. So really terrifying mascots. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> Fair. Okay, if Feral, there were... Yeah. If there were a bunch of raccoons in a human suit. <laughs> I think I would enjoy that even more. <laughs> I would enjoy being around an animal more than a human. I will take animals any day over sitting next to a human. Um, yeah. Cougars, uh, raccoons, feral possums, whatever. Okay, you would risk the fear of mm-hmm. any... Because you feel like... Do uh, you feel like you can, uh, like... Uh, Tame I, them? I am the a, a yeah. dog whisperer. I am like an animal whisperer. You're the cougar whisperer. I think that if I ever were in the wild, I'd be the person, like, trying to calm down the bear. Okay. I don't know if I would survive and... There'd probably be someone filming it and would go up on YouTube or something, but I would be the person trying to hush them. <laughs> right. We just Is it that you feel like you can be dominant or that you can just be like, hey, hey, chill. Like you have a nice relaxed vibe. I think they know, animals know, and I think they know that I'm like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am there's, also a feral raccoon. <laughs> Listen, there's a there's a line in um, that's always stayed with me in Pocahontas ever since I was little. In uh, Colors of the Wind, she says, uh, "The rainstorm and the river are my brothers. The uh, heron and the otter are my friends." And I'm like, "That's me. That is me. <laughs> that awesome. has been me all these years." Um, I think I used to think that I could talk to animals, um, and obviously, my dog is like my best friend. So right, 
cool. Well, now I'm going to have a really nice picture of you sitting on the couch with, with feral raccoons. Oh, yeah, well, in the, with in the, the raccoons cougar too. too. But I like the, I like Just the raccoons. Just throwing a ferret in there as well. <laughs> awesome. This is the final How Obsessed Are You question. It's weird. I ask everybody this question. If you could not watch Dragon Ball Z without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, <laughs> would you still watch Dragon Ball Z? As long as I could pick who that person was. <laughs> yeah, it has to be someone you love, though. Um, For sure. I mean, they could take a hit once in a while. Yeah. What did you say, me? getting punched you can select yourself or someone you love i don't mind i don't have anything down there that i think is gonna get damaged (laughs) so i wouldn't mind taking it now is this from like a a feeble old woman (laughs) well i let people barter with this question because i learned so much so yeah yeah, let's sure let's say it's a feeble old woman yeah she can she can hit me in the cooch anytime (laughs) she wants to uh so i can watch so i can watch dbz for sure but you would endure pain to watch dbz yeah, yeah. That's what my tattoo was, too. It felt like oh, someone yeah. opened up a staple. That's what, like, I don't know. Mark got his on his shoulder, which I'm, like, not half as bad as getting it right above your wrist. Yeah. Which is where mine are. And it felt when they were cut. One, they did the outline, and it really felt like someone undid a staple and was dragging it across my skin. Okay. And then they were like, you do want it colored in, their hair. And I was like, yes. But by that part, I was so sore. And then they're just like dragging the ink like across. I'm sure any tattoo artists don't appreciate me saying that. (laughs) That's not how we do it. But Come on in to Rusty Staple and get your tattoo. (laughs) Uh, And did you have a moment where you're like, no, I don't want it. Uh, Oh, for sure. Oh, well, I had a moment that I didn't even want it. Like, you know, I woke up that day. I woke up that day and decided to get both Goku and Vegeta on the same arm because I almost got one on one wrist and one on the other. And then I was like, no, it'll look cooler and more iconic if they're like one right above the other. Yeah. But I had to go back and forth so much about what I would get. I'm very fickle. And there's nothing that I've ever in my life stayed in love with, including my husband. So <laughs> I didn't know what I would what I would get. And Dragon Ball Z was like the one thing I could decide I would always love. It was an absolute constant, yeah. no matter what. That's really cool. Can you make a noise to sum up your obsession? Oh, my God. Woo! Isn't that great? <laughs> Is that just a general noise of excitement? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do people normally do a noise from their fandom? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I did my over 9,000 already. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. it's Because sometimes people do just make a noise of how it makes my, them feel. Yeah. That was I would, a good one. My brothers and I would run around the house and they, we would go, Masenko, which is a power move that um, the Z fighters would use. Okay. So, yeah, that was what <laughs> we would do. The, can you make your noise one more time? Masenko. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have been rating people's obsession on a scale of one to seven. Okay. So I think out of seven Dragon Balls. Seven Dragon Balls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just like seven. Uh, so I always give seven. But seven Dragon Balls work this time. I think you're at like a six Dragon okay. Balls. Okay, yeah. Uh, because it is so much a part of your existence. It mm-hmm. is far beyond a television show that you like. Right, yeah. Because you've made it a part of your career. Mm-hmm. You have physically made it a part of your body. Yep. Uh, and obviously, you also connect to it on philosophical levels. Yeah. Because I find sometimes, even when in this kind of media world that we live in, a lot of times people love something. Right. But they love, they they think about the minutia. 
Yeah. And they don't love it down to that level of what mm-hmm. has it taught me? How has it changed me? Right. And you are clearly like, you have been changed. Yeah. I mean, I used to write, I mean, aside from the lemons I would write, I would write fan fiction about the characters. And I think it really did. They helped. I mean, as much as I got bullied for them, it also helped me with my bullying, you know. Right. Because you could relate to, yeah, I'm going sure. to be strong in these very, all these different ways that you've illustrated mm-hmm. of the ways characters yeah, uh, were exhibit strong. Their strength. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Do you want to plug yourself where people can find you and yeah. your stuff? Yeah, sure. So I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on Twitter and Instagram. And then check out Ify and I's podcast, Krillin' It, um, on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, here are some quick plugs for the show before our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter is at Obsessed Podcast. For info on all my upcoming shows, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. There are two ways to support Obsessed. You can back us on Patreon and get exclusive bonus episodes every month. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. Or you can give money to all the podcasts on the Feral Audio Network by shopping through our portal. Just go to feralaudio.com, click the shop on Amazon, button and some of that money will go to feral audio if you are sending people to amazon right now danny yeah what should they buy on amazon oh my god you mean for dbz or anything oh for dbz um (laughs) the uh they have great funko pop dolls dragon ball z funko pop dolls are so cool like how do they even have room for their hair I don't know. They fit it in there. I just saw um, Goku Super Saiyan God is up there like on sale. Um, I have a Piccolo one that's great. They're all such cool designs. Yeah. Yeah. Go check it out. And then um, they also have a lot of Wonder Woman stuff on uh, on there. They have Wonder Woman stockings that I might have picked <laughs> up on Amazon. So. Yeah. What is your favorite uh, Wonder Woman product? Is it? What do I have? Um, I just got an ornament, like a really cute vintage like Wonder Woman ornament that they have at Hallmark right oh, now. Nice. Um, and then um, they also have Wonder Woman stockings for the holidays. Oh, cool. Oh, not like stocking, like, but the ones that you hang they up. Hang- yeah. Aw, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah, I would like to hang Wonder Woman stockings over the fireplace that I don't have. <laughs> they also have the Dragon Balls. Somebody sent me the Dragon Balls and those are on there as well. Okay, what the hell did the Dragon Balls actually look like? Are they're they... oh you haven't they're orange and they're um smaller on earth oh. larger on namek but they're like these orange balls that have stars there's like one star okay. two star ball the three the four star ball is like the most notorious one um that was owned by grandpa gohan and is on little gohan's head uh hat i have but... seen them but i just didn't know those so, were the so cool. titular they're dragon the, balls they are the best gift give somebody the dragon balls <laughs> it's such a cool original gift and they're not very expensive at all i'm gonna give my mom them. dragon balls this year <laughs> And I'm going to just lie to her Make what they are. Make a wish. What if it say, came true? Mom, what you, these are the hottest things in LA right now. They're yeah. really cool. Someone, I was really sick and someone sent, a fan sent them to me um, when I was when I was going through a rough time. And it was just, it meant a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, here are our final questions. They don't have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if you want. Okay. If you could shoot one of these two things out of your hands, <laughs> which would you prefer? Lightning or fish? Uh, oh, my God. Um, I guess lightning because I would probably get to destroy my enemies. I don't know. That sounds really dark. I'm also a Chargers fan, so I have to go with lightning. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't mean this to have something to do with your obsession, but there's right, a lot right, of shooting right. things out of hands there in Dragon are, Ball Z, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and lightning's and other, yeah. far more effective than right. fish. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Although I don't have like a lightning bolt on the back of my car, like a decal, so I don't know if I'm a true Chargers fan. Cause... That'd be great if you could shoot it out of your hand then. Yeah, you just shoot sure. it every once in a while as you're driving there you by. Go. Like... I'll just shoot it at the games. <laughs> <laughs> that would not frighten anyone. <laughs> if someone made a cocktail based on you, what would it be called? What would it be like? Oh, I 
I feel like it would just be straight vodka. <laughs> I don't think it would have a mixer. Um, it would probably just be called either like mess or the tornado or something because that's how your life is going to feel and that's what your place will probably look like after you drink it. Okay, so could it be called the messy tornado? Yeah, there you just go. just straight vodka? <laughs> it's just straight vodka. Yeah, so if you like cocktails but you're not really good at mixology, yes. you can make a <laughs> messy tornado because it's just, <laughs> just Which we had vodka. when I was uh, in college, we were on a... In Texas, they would go on boat. We'd go on like boats and have boat parties. And all of us bought brought booze. None of us brought mixers. <laughs> so that was like a real thing that we had. I think it was like Tito's vodka or something. And we're just getting hammered on like a four-hour boat trip. <laughs> uh, Highly recommended. Yeah, it sounds like a great reboot for Gilgan's Island. Uh, <laughs> the final question for everyone on the podcast is: What is happiness? Oh my gosh, being at peace with yourself. Yeah, feeling like you have reached your, your final form. Yeah, which I don't know will ever happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the journey to the final form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. That is a great answer. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me and letting me talk about my obsession. Yeah, I learned so much about Dragon Ball Z. Good. And I'm going to go buy some balls for my mom. <laughs> go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That Thanks. is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. This is my favorite line from Dragon Ball Z. Man, he's toast. More like burnt toast. <laughs>